0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Welcome to 930 Service at Life. Amen. So glad y'all came out. We could all stand. I mean, we're going to open this morning in prayer. We're just going to ask that God will have his way. Amen. Amen. My heart's still full from last Sunday, just praying that God does it again. God of heaven, we love you today. Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you, God, for your goodness, for your mercy. God, we ask today, God, that you would open up the windows of heaven, God, and pour out your blessings, pour out your spirit, God, in this house today. God, we pray that lives and hearts, God, would be changed in your presence. God, we ask today, God, that our praise and our worship, God, that it would be pleasing, God, before you today. God, that you would have your way. God, that you would minister, God, to the needs of of every heart, of of every individual, God, that walks through these doors today. God, we pray that you would... Anoint the men of God as they bring forth your word. God, anoint our hearts. Anoint our minds. God, to receive and hear hear your word today. God, that it would evoke change in our hearts today. God, we thank you. We praise you. God, I pray today, God, that you would just move in this house. God, that you would open up the windows of heaven, God, and pour out your spirit. God, pour out your blessings. God, we love you. We thank you today. God, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. Amen. Worship with the praise team.
1: Praise the Lord, Church. He's a good God, and we're gonna sing this old song that says, "Jesus, I'll never forget."
0: Oh, hallelujah. Come on, let's praise him. Come on, there's a sweet presence of the Lord that's moved in here. Come on, can we entertain the presence of the Lord? Oh, God, I thank you. Lord, there's nothing like your goodness. There's nothing like your mercy and your grace. God, where would we be if not for your grace and your mercy, God, that found us? God, when we were in the gutter. God, when we were ready. God, but you chose us. God, you called us according. God, to your love and your purpose in our lives. God, I thank you today. God, I give you honor. I give you praise. God, I give you the best. God, I give you the fruit of my lips today. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Amen. We want to change the order just just a bit. If the ushers would come. Amen. We want to give you the opportunity to give with what the Lord has blessed us with, amen. I'm so thankful. I've never in my life been able to outgive God. No matter how much you try, you can never outgive Him. If you're faithful to God, He'll be faithful to you. Amen, amen. We're gonna pray, ask the Lord to bless the offering and, and move on. God of heaven, we love you today. God, we thank you, God, for your grace. We thank you, God, for your mercy. God, we thank you for your presence, God, that we feel. God, we ask your blessings. Upon the offering, God, we pray that you would bless every gift, bless every giver. God, we pray that you would use it, God, for the building of your kingdom. God, let it come back pressed down, shaken together, and running over. God, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name.
2: and tell them it's good to see you in church in jesus name hallelujah how many is excited about what the lord is doing in your life amen amen praise god if you have your bibles only you should turn with me to luke chapter number nine luke chapter number nine brother steve if you cut me down just a tad just a tad on tuesday night we have an exciting service and uh the, we kind of laid out these bricks and we were talking about, you know, building the church brick by brick and the importance that everybody has in, in the ownership of the church and, uh, it, and so at the end of service, we just kind of started walking on these bricks and it was, it was just really beautiful spirit of God and presence of God you know, when we started the, this church, and, and, and I, I say the 930 service, when we started this church and this service, I'm going to be honest, in my mindset, and this is how the Lord works with you sometimes, you think you know it all. And if you've got these plans laid out, and you think you've got all this together, but ultimately, you know, God knows exactly what he's doing. Right. So my road map was this. We're going to do this 930 service and, and God's going to begin to move and we're going to, you know, grow a church right here, 930. And then when we build this next building, we can all come together and have church at the same time and, and have all this room and space. But... Since doing this, God has shown me what he's doing in the different time set, that even when we go into a different building, he may still want us to continue having the different services in the different service times. Uh, we we are in a military community, and 930 does work well for a lot of people. Uh, This is my church service. Amen. amen. I I come and preach at the 11 o'clock, but I come and worship most often at the 9.30. I'm going to change that. I'm going to be preaching more regularly in the 9.30 service as well. But Luke chapter 9, that's absolutely nothing to do with what I'm talking about today. (laughs) So Luke chapter 9. Verse 18. It came to pass as he was alone praying his disciples were with him and he asked them saying whom say the people that i am and they answered said john the baptist some say elias others say one of the old prophets is risen again and he said unto them but whom do you say that i am peter answered the christ of god and he straightly charged them And he commanded them to tell no man that thing, saying, Son of man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be slain and be raised the third day. So it says multiple things. First of all, Jesus said, I'm going to suffer. I'm going to be rejected. I'm going to be slain. All all three of these things are going to happen. And then I'm going to be raised. And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So here, before Jesus ever dies on the cross, he tells those closest to him, you're going to have to take up your cross and you're going to have to deny yourself and follow me for whosoever will save his life shall lose it but whosoever will lose his life for my sake the same shall save it praise God I want to preach for just a few minutes what is your cross
0: what is Your promise Brother Fowler would you lead us in prayer God of heaven we love you we thank you today God for your presence we thank you God for your word We're thankful God that we're able to come and worship God in your house today God we pray that you would anoint your servant Anoint our hearts and our minds God that we would receive something of you today God what thus saith the Lord God we love you we thank you In Jesus precious name
2: Amen Amen. You can be seated in Jesus name I have uh, We've been over the last three or four weeks, I think we've had, we've been apart, been to three funerals and uh, today as soon as service is over I have to go to spend some time with my family, my aunt has lung cancer and they want us to have family time before she's at the place she cannot. And uh, we've had two major surgeries in the church just in the last three or four weeks, and I'm, I'm ready for some exciting, victorious yes. things. And, uh, it, it, it's, I don't I don't like going into being sad all the time. You know what I mean? It's just it, it's hard. It's part of life. That it's part of life, and and we've got to deal with those things and those emotions. I, I'm just i've always been a happy person i've always had a positive outlook and and i could always look at the worst situation and and find the good in it and right. you know see how god was going to use this or do something in this just it's just always been my outlook and, and and then when you get pounded and come compounded over and over again it, it can if you're not careful start to affect your outlook on things yeah. And and so what is your cross is what I want to talk about. If we look back at our faith, the blood of Jesus, what what does it mean? And uh, what does take up your cross and follow Jesus mean to you? I, I ask you, I want you to think about that for a minute. What does take up your cross and follow Jesus mean to you personally? What what, what do you think Jesus was saying? He was talking to his disciples right then, but I believe he was talking to his future disciples. So, for you, for me, what does that mean? Take up my cross and follow Jesus. What is my cross? Say that with me. What is my cross? What is my cross? Most of us profess to be Christians. We follow Jesus. We live by faith, not by sight. Hebrews 11 and 6, Without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We we walk by faith. But what did Jesus really mean here when he said, Take up your cross and follow me. What is your cross? What is my cross? We're all born into sin. We were all shaped in iniquity, in sin that our mothers conceive us, and, and, and we all we all have this past that we come from. Every, everybody has a past, and, uh, and and so part of our past is what formed us. It's what it's who we are. It, it represents who we are. Our experiences, whether bad or good, really affected our current personalities. I believe. Would you say Amen? To what 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 you've been through it affected who you are. Yes. And, and and traumas impacted our emotional and our thought processes. Perhaps those traumas even changed our way of thinking. Some, how many in here would you say you're an optimist? Good, yeah, optimist. How many would say you're a pessimist? I've I, I raised my hand on both of them because I've got some of both in me. It, it just, By nature, I'm a pessimist, but by experience, I'm an optimist. By nature, I'm a pessimist, but when God changed me, He really turned me around in a strong way. I used to expect the world to fall in. I mean, I used to expect the, the roof to fall in on me, the, just the worst. Uh, you, you know They were going to call me into a meeting and fire everybody, and that happened one time. But, uh, you know, it, it's just, a guy, a, a, we're making money for the company I work for, and they call us in. It's like, well, the stock market's down, and they decided to cut our whole division out. Y'all are all going home. And uh, it, it, things like that affect you and affect the way you think. And, and, and so some of us by nature are optimists and by nature are pessimists. But then some of us by experience have become optimists or maybe you were an optimist and by the experiences you've been through, your, your mindset has changed and now you think pessimistically. And in the church today, there's, there's all kinds of people, all kinds of people. Some are former addicts. Some are alcoholics, former. Some are uh, dealt with depression. Some used to be cruel people, angry, upset all the time. Some used to be jealous. Some people in the church, you wouldn't believe it. They're the sweetest people you ever met. They used to be mean as a snake. (laughs) Until Jesus Christ came in their life and changed them. And not only that, some people have lived very painful lives. They've been hurt by others, they've been torn down, they've been mistreated, and that all of those things build up to who we are. And uh, and so and then there's people that come to church and Maybe your experiences haven't been that bad, you've had a pretty good life, nothing wrong with that. I mean, sometimes we get around people, have you ever gotten around people and they're talking about where they came from and what they dealt with and, you know, tears are crop shedding and everybody's upset and all of a sudden you feel like you got to kind of start saying stuff about you because, you know, it was so bad that you got to make something up. Nobody, nobody's ever done that before? No, no, nobody's ever felt that. It, you know, it, it, sometimes it's who you're around. You know what I'm saying? If You're around people that are just excited and exuberant, and you'll be excited and exuberant, but you get around people, you know, I, I was homeless at eight, and I'm not knocking that, this happened, and, and, and my dad left us here, and all that, and, and this happened, and my mother was like this. And then before you know it, you start searching in your mind. Well, let me find something that identifies with that. Right? Y'all never done that? And, and, and you, you try to identify with that. But, but we've all come into this place and, and from different backgrounds, from different places. Some are recovered addicts. But guess what? If you're not a recovering addict, God had just as much grace and mercy in your life. And he shed his blood for you. If you didn't used to be an alcoholic, God still say, you know, shed his blood. He died on the cross of Calvary. If you were a really good person all your life, Jesus still shed his blood for you. And uh, and so we've come into this place for such a time as this. and, And we all have different testimonies, but the same God. Different testimonies, but the same God. And our testimonies are what God has done us and how far he has brought us from. And in some maybe he's brought you a lot further than it seems like he brought your neighbor. But those different experiences for the same place of worship. Same place of worship. And where we are now for one reason and one reason only is Jesus Christ and him crucified. Jesus Christ, and Him crucified. Jesus died on the cross of Calvary for you, for me. Ian Bounds said it like this. All of God's plans have the mark of the cross on them, And all of His plans have death to self in them. If we look back at that opening scripture... The Son of Man, Jesus said it like this, the Son of Man must suffer many things. And and so, he says, I've got to, he tells them, he foretells them, I've got to suffer. I'm going to be rejected. I'm going to be slain. And then I'm going to be raised. But before he's raised, which is our victory report, he said that he was going to have to suffer. I don't like to suffer. I hate to suffer. Anybody Anybody enjoy suffering? Anybody enjoy? Have, has anybody ever rejected you before? I mean, how does it feel when you're at work and all these people are talking to you and then you walk up to them and And, you know, they're all gathered around talking about something. And you walk up and they just cease. I mean, (laughs) have you ever experienced that? What emotion goes through you when you experience that? You know where you're not wanted? They must have been, even if they weren't, they must have been talking about me, right? I mean, that's, isn't that what the first little voice in your head goes off? Well, what were they saying about me? You know, what exactly were, were they saying? Then? But but Jesus said this. He, he told his disciples, I've got to suffer and I'm going to have to be rejected. And, and, and then he goes on and, and he said, not only is he going to suffer, not only is he going to be rejected, but he's going to be ultimately slain. He's going to ultimately die. Why is that? So you and I can live. He's going to die so you and I can live. He's going to die so that we, no matter what we've done, no matter where we've come from, no matter what our past, no matter what we did, no matter how horrific it is in our own mind that we can't get a hold of our own self, no matter what we did, no matter where we've been, no matter what we've done, He died on the cross for our sins. He shed His blood for that. He suffered. He was rejected, and he was slain, and it was for you, it was for me. And then he goes on and he said, if any man will come after me, if you want to take part in this, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to be rejected. I accept that. It's kind of what Jesus was saying. I accept that. You know, this, these things are going to happen. I'm not trying to uh, whip out on them. I'm not trying to back out on them. I'm just going ahead and telling you what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. I'm fixing to go through these things. And uh, you know, Jesus, Jesus is a Lord and Savior, but you know, he's also kind of a warrior in his humanity. He he knew what he was facing, and he was willing to face it anyway. He didn't have to. But he accepted it, and, and, and so he accepted it, and, and he dealt with it, and he just told them, i got to deal with it. I've got to do this. I'm going to suffer. How many of y'all want to stand up and say, I'm, 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 it's my week. My turn. Anybody raising your hand right there? No way. But Jesus is like, I, I, I'm going to do this. And then, if any man comes after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. What is your cross? What is your cross? I am 100% apostolic. I love being Pentecostal. and We focus on the day of Pentecost in the church, and we're happy and exuberant in worship, and we love God. You know, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, people being filled. We had 16 people baptized in Jesus' name last year. We had at least 14 people that we knew of, born again of the Spirit, filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost for the first time. Praise God. That doesn't happen every day. That's awesome. That's amazing. It's amazing. But it all goes back to a cross. And it all goes back to the fact that Jesus Christ shed his blood on Calvary for my sins and for your sins, for us. And that's what it goes back to. And it goes on, he says, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. What does he mean right there? What is he talking about? Any takers on that? Dying to self. Dying to self. Absolutely. Josh? I always took that uh, anybody who saves himself uh, will ultimately lose himself. Like when Peter denied him, he denied him to save himself. Any suffering that he would have to uh, come to because he
1: knew Jesus, and he ultimately saved himself because he denied him, so therefore he... And he didn't, but because he came back to him, but if you kept on denying Jesus, not saying that you knew him or that you serve him, that he's your Lord and Savior,
2: he's ultimately going to deny you in heaven.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's how I was kind good.
2: both of well, well, those are good. Anybody else? Yes, praise the Lord. In other words, we
1: are going to suffer. We are going to go through that he He spoke about is suffering and is going to um rejected and slain and in other words, we have to go to suffering, praise the Lord, so that we're going to be suffering. It's just a part and parcel of the Christian world. So if we worry about and um, we try to save our lives, we because we're going to, problem must form, problem will form. it's a must. Everyone going to experience problems, but they say we're well, going no. So if we worry about the circumstances, things of life, we will who
2: can save our life because he got our life and so we are here to depend upon him to keep us. Absolutely. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. So if you know you're gonna suffer. What what he's talking about Is kind of the flip Whosoever will save his life They're going to lose Whoever will save his human life His flesh, who he is Is going to lose Who he is in Christ Jesus And whosoever Will lose his Fleshly life His carnal life Is going to save His spiritual life and and, and that's that's really what it is but I got to thinking about this and the more I try to save myself the more I look in in other words faith faith in yourself over faith in God I'm going to do it and the more I do it the less God does it for me and and the more I, I think The more I look for my fountain of youth, the more I'm denying my eternal home. Does that make sense? And the more I try to stay here longer, I'm not saying we should not want to stay here, but you know what I mean. The more I'm focused on this life, I'm focused on making money, I'm focused on make my health be great i'm not saying there's a positive bodily exercise profit a little it does profit but they shouldn't be our focus you know what i mean that that our focus should not be on all these things about this life because what will happen is we'll get so focused on making money we'll get so focused on our retirement we'll get so focused on our health we'll get so focused on our the stock market we'll get so focused on all of those things That we won't be focused on the one thing that's most important. Amen. Amen. Whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall save it. If you're trying to find yourself, you ever heard that? I'm just trying to find myself. If you're trying to find yourself, you've already lost yourself. That's right, right? If you're trying to find yourself, you've already lost yourself. Find Christ, and that's where you will find your identity. Find Jesus, and you will find who you are. And notice these specific things that he said. And Philip Hughes said this. At Gethsemane and Calvary, we see him enduring our hell so that we might be set free to enter into his heaven. Amen. Think about that. He said, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to be rejected, I'm going to be slain, and I'm going to be raised. Now, my lifelong optimism looks at that last thing as the positive, he's going to be raised. That's exciting. But I kind of easily just glance over all the other things, you know, let's go here. And uh, I like that. I want to be raised. And I do want to be raised. I do want to be raised. But I also realize I have to sometimes tell my humanity that I have to identify with my Jesus. And that means that everything is not always going to be a a nice, thick, lazy boy recliner and a remote control and, and a little side table just to chill and let life happen before me. But that I Identify with him, and I myself am going to have to suffer. I myself am going to have times in my life that I am rejected. I am ultimately being slain. That's my pessimistic side, not really wanting to view those things because I'll get too caught up in that. But when I do that, when I identify with his cross, when I'm willing to suffer for his sake, when I know that the rejection that I have felt in my life is the cause of Him. And I understand that all these things happened that basically brought me to this point in life. They're perhaps part of my cross that I've got to carry. Some things are unfair. Some things were not right to happen to you. Some things... We're not uh, we're, it shouldn't have happened to anybody else but guess what they happened to Jesus on the cross of Calvary shouldn't have ever happened but it did and he did that to pay the penalty that's the kind of person the kind of man the kind of God that he is is he took on himself all of those things all, uh, because he knew he had foresight he knew you he had you planned in his mind way back then and and, and, and he was telling them what was going to happen to him. But he wanted you to know that you would have to endure. And that you were going to have to go through some of these things. Because he, here is God in humanity's flesh. The great I am. Alpha and Omega. God reconciled the world into himself enduring all these things to pay the ransom. Lay back then for the sins that you and I would commit in this day and hour. He paid that price. He gave his debt to you. And, And before you were ever kidnapped, because that's what you were, the devil kidnapped you. For you were stolen, swept away in sin. Jesus Christ paid the price for you so that you didn't have to be bound, but you could be free. And, 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 And now you have the choice to be free from the kidnapper of sin. The Redeemer has paid the penalty for your sin. And, but, but this redeemer, I want you to think about it. He had to be without sin. That's why Hebrews 4 and 15 says it like this. For we do not have a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Think about that. the, The emotions. Of our infirmities that we have experienced. But he was at all points tempted as we are. He went through things that were related. Things that were very similar. He was tempted at all points. And yet without sin. And and, and I like how the Amplified says this. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize. And understand our weaknesses and temptations. But one who has been tempted. Knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every respect as we are, yet without committing any sin. He went through what I went through. He experienced what I experienced. What I experienced made me sin, caused me to fail, caused me to fall. Look, he did it without sin. Hallelujah. And now he's saying, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to be rejected, I'm going to be slain. And, and that's sometimes what we focus on. And then he says, but if any man come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's the famous spy pastor uh, in Germany. And, and, and so he, uh, he said this, the kingdom is to be in the midst of your enemies. And he who will not suffer this does not want to be of the kingdom of Christ. He wants to be among friends, to sit among roses and lilies, not with bad people, but the devout people. And then Bonhoeffer goes on, he says, oh, you blasphemers and betrayers of Christ. If Christ had done that, you are doing who would ever have been spared who had done whatever you're doing, who would ever have been spared. So, Bonhoeffer's saying, we've got to be willing to look at our cross and say, it's not just about being raised. That's what we shout about, that's what we get excited about, it's being raised, but it's not just about being raised. It's also about the fact, it's also about the fact, just like he suffered, I've got to suffer. Just, just, like, just like he was rejected I, I'm going to feel that emotion of being rejected turned away hurt just, just like he was slain I'm going to have to be slain and then after I do all that then I'm going to be raised hallelujah <laughs> be raised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah hallelujah but it requires I want you Luke twenty three thirty three through 36. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the malefactors are on the right hand and the other on the left. And then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself. If he be Christ, the chosen of God and the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offered him vinegar. Now, now we know that setting and, and, and they're just being horrific to Jesus. And what does Jesus say? Forgive them, for they know not what they do. What is carrying your cross? Forgive <coughs> What is your cross? Henry, first thing comes to your head, what's your cross?
0: <laughs> your own for happiness.
2: Your own pursuit for happiness. Sister Joe, what's your cross? <coughs> I'm just thinking about that. <clears throat> just thinking about it. Or the Rosier, what's your cross? Pain and suffering. Pain and suffering. In the body, In the body. absolutely. And, and, and the closer you get, the older we get, the more pain and suffering. I, I started out talking about, I had been to three going home services in the last three weeks, two to three weeks. And, and that's, that, that's, I know for them, they're going to receive the reward, but for everybody here, it's kind of suffering. You know what I mean? Because you're losing this person you love. And, uh, and, and so that that's kind of a suffering that's taking up our cross taking up our cross so we talk to about
1: thorn
2: in the Thorn in the flesh you got a thorn in your flesh is, the one what was your flesh. thorn in your flesh don't, don't give them the name <laughs> we, we've all got a thorn
1: Mm-hmm.
3: people
2: that you're close to absolutely anybody ever been rejected by someone you love by people that you love and, and because you are who you say you are and you do you do what you say you're going to do and, and so the cross our cross our cross is our suffering our cross it's those that reject us and being rejected. Sister joe has got one. No, that was it. <clears throat> that was it? All right, that was it. Sister Lexi, what's your cross? What, what, what do you put on your shoulders when you're going? Your calvary. No? Sister Rebecca, anything? Um... The burden, and and, and so we've got all these things. I'm going to throw this one out there: What happened on the cross? What happened to Jesus on the cross? Ultimately, on, on the cross, He died. On the cross, what 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 is significant for we as believers now? What did He do? That was shed that covers our sins he shed his blood why did he shed his blood it washes us clean of our sin it covers us that blood of jesus covers us and were we at some point in time these people that put him on the cross right were we not at some point in time those that were uh, saying things about him, those that were, uh, you know, the soldiers that were putting him on the cross, the people that were wagging their heads and that were saying the one time, that was me, right? But he said, Father, forgive them for they know what, not what they do. Forgive Tommy Crutchfield of what he's doing because he doesn't know what he's doing. And then he suffered a cruel death on that cross and he shed his blood and that blood that was shed covers my sins, covers your sins. Thank you, Jesus, for that blood. And now he's telling them back then and he's telling us today, he's like, I've got to suffer. I'm going to be rejected. I'm going to be slain. But I want you to understand, if you're going to follow me, then you've got to grab this one thing. You've got to take up your cross and you've got to follow after me. And when you take up your cross, I want you to think about what that really means. It's not just me carrying this heavy burden anymore. It is me carrying all these things, all this rejections on this cross All the sufferings on this cross. All these things that I've dealt with are on this cross. But not just that. That cross is going to have its own place of dying. And in this figurative way, I've got to be willing to shed my blood like he did for somebody else that put me on my cross. Now think about that. Who put you on your cross, you've got to shed your blood, not literally, but figuratively, for them. That means all those people in your life that rejected you. All of those people in your life that caused any bit of your suffering, any of your pain, any of those things, to effectively get to where God is calling you to get to, you've got to be willing to say about them, Father, forgive them, for they didn't know what they were doing. Now, your blessing is you, going to they didn't know what
0: they were doing. That's what your humanity is going to say. They didn't know what they were doing. They knew exactly what they
2: were doing. But but what, what the cross is saying is that no, those things are irrelevant. You've got to be willing to take up your cross and follow him. And that means even though they knew what they were doing, we think, he said they did not. And he forgave them. And i got to forgive them. Because without a cross, you will not be saved. Somebody had to put Jesus... I'm not condoning what they did. Somebody had to put Him on that cross. And somebody... God has allowed people into this life and into this world. Hear me for just a moment. I'm closing, but hear me for just a moment. I'm getting ready. But in this, these people surrounding you, these people in life that maybe have caused you to suffer, these people that have rejected you and turned you away and and, and you're angry with them and you're upset with them and you don't like them. They are allowing you. They're stretching you on your cross. And if you're trying to save your life, from all this, you're going to lose it. But if you're willing to lose your life, you'll save it. Could we stand and call on the name of Jesus right now? Jesus, taking up my cross, not always the easiest thing. I'm still learning each and every day. God, taking up my cross Probably the most difficult thing of this walk that I live, but God help me each and every day To take up my cross daily and follow you And God help me to be like you Help me be willing to look at the things I've got to face head-on the suffering the rejection the being slain Help me to accept those things because it's going through those things that are going to allow me to be raised one day. Help me, oh God, to be like you, more and more like you every day, to not hold hostilities, to not uh, to not pile in all these grudges and not keep all this stuff that has hurt me, but to, to be like you were that when you were on the cross And you said, forgive them, those that had put you there, those that were talking about you, those that were making fun of you. You said, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Help me to do the same thing in my life, to forgive others. They don't know what they are doing, even though I think they do. God, that's irrelevant. You said, they know not what they do. Maybe they're under the control of something. Maybe... Maybe they're struggling in deeper ways than I even need. Maybe they're hurting worse than I am. I don't know, but forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And God, help me to take up my cross and follow you. If there's anybody willing to take up your cross today, I want to invite you to an altar this morning. If there's anybody willing to say, God, I've... I I know I I try to shy away from suffering I definitely like to be accepted and I'll do things to be accepted more than I'll do things to be rejected but God today I, I know what you've done for me and you what you've done in my life and God I pray Lord that you forgive me of all my sins and help me to deny myself each and every day and God help me to take up my cross and to follow you If that's you, would you come and just find a place of prayer? Maybe kneeling at at one of the altar steps or or just coming and throwing your hands up in the air and just talking to Him for just a couple of minutes. God, I want to take up my cross. I want to take up my cross, God. And, And if that means I'm going to have to suffer or something, I'm willing to do that. If that means I've got to be rejected, I'm willing to do that, God, because I know that ultimately... Just as you were raised up, I'm going to be raised up. Hallelujah. Let's reach out to the Lord in this place. If you're not at the altar, if you would, wherever you are, make an altar at the pew, at a, at a chair. Just lean over to the next chair and begin to talk to the Lord. She's going to begin to sing in just a moment, but I want you to talk to the Lord. I want you to ask God, God, I'm willing, i want to take up my cross and follow after you in the name of Jesus.
3: From from, from from your family that says that oh yes I love you. I love you I love you but big or small or strong well I'm one so I'm here standing here to say this. Yes. And I just like it's totally Pastor that what you just preached and that cross that was me right there. Amen. Right. Thanks
2: Sister Chris. What is your cross? What is your cross? Amen let's lift our hands up one more time. Brother Powell is going to come and dismiss our service in prayer.
0: God, we love you. We thank you today. God, for your word. We thank you for your goodness. God, we thank you for your blessings. God, I thank you today, God, because you've not called us to die, God, but you've called us to live. You've called us to pick up our cross and follow you. God, it's really the better end of the deal. God, you died so that we might live. God, I pray today that to God that this word would bless our hearts. God, that you would go with us until we come again. God, we ask your blessings upon every house, upon every family, God, that's represented here. God, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Be dismissed in Jesus' name.